Hi there, Jim Middlemas here, standing in for Graham Norton with the Waitrose podcast, and we've got some amazing treats for you today. Big Zoo is in a brand new ITV show. It is called 12 Dishes in 12 Hours, and he joins me to tell us all about it. It's amazing. Show chef Martha's got the perfect stew for winter, which has got pumpkin and chestnut and beans. It is delicious. And we're playing a game of Word Up. See if you can guess the missing word. But let's get started with our guest of the day. Big Zoo, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How you doing? Oh, Big Zoo, I absolutely adore you, firstly. We've just got to get this uh-huh. out of the way. You've just got that vibe about you. You just welcome everybody in, you know. When you watch you, you're so dedicated about your food. Where did the love come from? I guess... Growing up, I was always a, a young, a young fat man. I love food from from my birth, uh, and I guess it's, it's part of the culture of growing up in a West African household. You know, food is food is a center centerpiece for 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 conversations, for life, and um, I've always just loved food. I mean, and this new show. So I was watching it last night. The first one starts in Bologna, yeah. Yep. So you're in Bologna, and you have got twelve hours, and you do this in real time, right? Yeah. There's no faking it, right? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so you've got 12 hours and you take a guest with you, right? Every single week you have a different guest. Last night, it was the one I watched, it was Will Poulter, Hollywood actor. You know, he's been in, he's been in so many big Hollywood films. You yeah. take him to have 12 different meals in 12 hours. How do you manage all that food? I'll be real. Um, it, 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 it took a, a lot of willpower to get through it. <laughs> Uh, no pun intended. It, 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 at first, you know, people, when I told people the job, they were like, bro, you're getting paid to eat food across the world. Mm-hmm. But then when I realised that I had to have 12 separate dishes in 12 hours, my, my body started realising this is not as feasible as you think it is. <laughs> so after the first ep, I was like, this is great. But then by the fourth, fifth ep, I was like, maybe we should change the format to six dishes in six hours. <laughs> but now nah, it's, you know, we're, we're very lucky, very blessed to be able to do what we do. And, um, and let's just say my, my belly expanded. I would I was imagining, and, and it was really, I thought Will did so well, because you know these Hollywood actors, huh? you know what they're like. I mean, a lot of them don't even eat, like, bread. You know, they, they stay, <laughs> they're, like, allergic to carbs, these lads. No, and he really tucked in. Will, Will really loves food. He, um, he, his mum has backgrounds in cooking, and he, he comes from a, a family where, where food was a big part of their life, so... He, he he he's he's a big lad as well, you know. He just thank God is in the galaxy, and he got really buff for that role. Yeah, so he did. He was he like, was yeah, massive. I had to eat a lot of food to get to get big, so it wasn't a big issue for him. But um, yeah, genuinely, by the end of the shoots, we was like, you just don't want to look at food. I don't want to see breakfast. <laughs> I don't want to see anything. I just want to drink water. <laughs> you need a juice cleanse or something yeah, after that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? A full juice cleanse. But it is, I mean, I mean, the format, when I watched it, when I sort of like watched and, and it's exactly what your friends were saying to you. You know, I mean, this is a dream job. I mean, you're literally going around the world to some of the most incredible cuisines. I mean, you know, Bologna, you know, it's the home of the Bolognese, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're starting there and you started with Bolognese for breakfast, if, I, if I've just got to tell them. You know, yeah. you had an, a bolognese, a full pasta bolognese for breakfast, and that's where the first meal started. But I mean, you must have learned so much about food on that journey. Yeah, one million percent. Um, being able to go to incredible places across Europe um, with with incredible people 
what was what was beautiful was that we got to meet such passionate people yeah. um, who have been making food in their local area for their lifetime. And um, sometimes they didn't even know what we was filming. They're like, what is this? I didn't even know what this show you're making is. So they didn't even know where it was going. They didn't know that they're going to end up on ITV Saturday night, like prime time slot. Yeah. They just wanted to share their food with the world. And I think that was, that was the best part of it is that... Um, we, I got to really learn about like proper local cuisine. Um, the next episode that, that that comes out today with Eddie Caddies in Cyprus, oh. and you know all I ever aligned Cyprus with was Ayanapa. You know, growing yeah. up performing in Ayanapa and and going out there with my friends, I never really looked at the Cypriot cuisine, but they got such an array of food that's just incredible. So it's really nice to learn about different culture. You know, what's your normal Saturday morning like? Oh, you know what? It depends on how my Friday night went. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened last night for you? Any Was it a slow one? Was it a big one? Do you know what? I, I just flew back from Sierra Leone. I was I was back in West Africa for Christmas and New Year's visiting the family. Oh. I landed on Thursday. So Friday was kind of like getting back used to the, the extreme cold weather that we are ho- um, having right now. Mm. You know, turning on a heater. And boiling a kettle. Yes. (laughs) What is Christmas like out there in Sierra Leone? Very hot. Is it? Very hot. And, you know, it's Um, not as traditional. There's there's, um, there's there's lack of Christmas trees, uh, lack of presents, but there's family time. And what about the food? So I'm I'm half Sierra Leone and half Lebanese. Yeah. So the Leban obviously the Lebanese are quite a multicultural country. You know they have a mix of um, monotheism. It's not it's not just an Islamic country. They're very mixed. So Christmas is big for Lebanese people. Even even Muslim Lebanese people celebrate Christmas. Wow. So so um, we have this. Um, we have this like stuffed cabbage cabbage dish. This stuffed cabbage. I can't remember the name right now from the top of my head. But I had that. And then my dad made fresh um, shawarma oh. kebab, so it was it was very good. Oh. And then and then one of my aunties actually brought a turkey. Yes. And she's a bit she's a bit bougie. So the rest of the family was like, <laughs> "Look at you making a turkey on Christmas!" It was hilarious. Hilarious. I love it. I love it. But um, one of your other passions, cooking, is you know, food is one of your passions. But so is music. I mean, that's where you started. You know, you started in all, all that that the the grime world. You know, all that yep. sort of world, which I absolutely love. But um, we've just been talking about um clubs. You know, mm. clubs back in the day. Everybody's got that one club, big zoo that they remember going to back in the day. Uh, yeah. Did you have one? Where was it? And what do you remember? Um, I remember going to Ministry of Sound. Oh, come on. That is so cool. Yeah. That's too cool. Of course. That's just like proper cool. (laughs) I I wanted like the Ritzy and Streatham. You said the Ministry of Sound. Come on. But wait, I'm going to take away the cool factor. So there used to be an event called Under the Radar, UTR. Yeah. And I think it was like plus 14s or something. Yeah. Mm. So I was, I went there when I was like 15. Yeah, of course. And like... I'll never forget, I, I was going there and like, it's like your first time going out, sneaking to girls and like just being in, in the mix. And I remember um, I watched one of my favorite artists perform live, Mr. JME. Mm. And I was just fanboying all over the gaff. Like in his, I was like front row saying all his lyrics oh. to his face. And then years later, I actually performed in that same club with JME. 
And I was like, if the 15 year old me yeah. would see this right now, he'd pass out on the floor. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I, I, I used to always choke. You know the smoke that they put into the rave? Yes. You know the, um, that, that anno- dry it's, it's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, the dry ice. I used to always choke on that. I don't know why I could never breathe. Mm. So whenever that would come in, I'd just have to, like, I'd have to leave and go outside. That's, that's like one of my, those are my two best memories, JME and choking on dry ice. I mean, that must have been a real moment for you to be sort of like come full circle, to be there with your childhood hero on that stage in that club. A Ministry of Sound, Big Zoo, if you don't mind me saying, that's that's the poshest club. I mean, the, the coolest <laughs> club we've had today. I mean, we've had the pink coconut in Watford. You know, we've had we've had clubs like that, but you've like dropped the mic and just walked out. That's Yeah, sorry. But it must have been in a moment what was that like for you standing up there doing that it just i just remember i just looked at the crowd thinking that was me yeah. i was in the crowd yeah i was front row saying all the lyrics and like and now i'm here what i think what it showed me is that you never know where you end up in life like no. same way i never thought i'll be eating pasta in bologna with will potter yeah. i just i like I'm really, really lucky. And you see people who work in entertainment always talk about like luck and, and how they're blessed. But I, I, if I genuinely, genuinely did not predict any of the stuff that happened in my life. But now I'm here, I'm kind of just like soaking it in and just, you know, just full up from the food that I eat consistently, but I can't complain. But also, Big Zoo, if you don't mind me saying, not only that, you just shine on screen and you can tell you love what you do. And, you know, it starts to the ne- the next one is on tonight, 10 o'clock, ITV1, Big Zoo's 12 Dishes in 12 Hours. You have to watch it. He's a treat. He's amazing. The show's brilliant. Big Zoo, thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words. I might cry. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Still to come, we'll be playing a game of Word Up, so stick around, see if you can guess that missing word. But first, let's cross to show chef Martha. She's finally here, the lovely Martha show chef. Martha, it's so lovely to see you. Good morning, Jane. How are you doing? I'm really good. Congratulations. Got to see it. Congratulations. How far gone? You're pregnant, yes? Yes. Not just (laughs) just just gorged on the stew. (laughs) before it's got to you. Uh, Yes, no, we've hit the third trimester this week, so feeling good, feeling like none of my clothes are fitting. And today I'm in a jumper dress, which I feel like is all that I have left that fits me properly, but it's making me so warm. You are, you (laughs) look, it really suits you. You're really blooming. Oh, thank you. So when is the baby due? Uh, In April. I know. Oh. It's coming around, coming around quickly. It is coming around very. <laughs> I saw a beautiful picture of you on social media when you announced it, and you were standing in a forest, and you just looked like the, the ethereal mother sort of standing in a forest with her pregnancy belly I mean you just looked wonderful oh thank you I was absolutely freezing <laughs> it's but all no one better. knew you, you know what you got to do social media you got to put out the, you got to put out the picture do you know what I mean uh, so what are we making today so we've got a lovely winter warmer today we've got a pumpkin chestnut and borlotti bean stew so is this a full-on vegan sensation, are you telling me? It's actually not. It oh. has got a little sneaky bit of pancetta in there. Yes! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I was panicking then. I was thinking, oh no, it's Jane a vegan and no one's told me. 
This is lovely. And this is like, this is a perfect weather, isn't it, for this type of thing? Exactly. This is exactly the kind of recipe you want. And this a stew is good because it's kind of this kind of stew as well when it's made with lots of vegetables, lots of beans. It's really hearty. It's really wholesome. You feel good about yourself when you're making it. But it's got that kind of indulgence to it. You can have it with loads of bread and butter. It's almost a soup. Ooh. It's kind of in between a, stew, a soup and a meat stew, so Ooh. that's the hybrid. Martha, that stew is absolutely amazing. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Do you know what? When you say stew, you sort of like think, you know, stews can be sort of a bit watery. They can be a bit sort of like not, they don't feel that hearty. That feels like soul food. Mm. That's like soul in a ball food. So exactly. tell me what's in it. So it is, I think the reason it tastes so kind of hearty and soul foody is because it's got, got lovely little bits of sweetness through it as well yep. as saltiness. It's got parmesan and pancetta for saltiness and then it's got pumpkin and chestnuts for sweetness. So it's actually a fairly straightforward recipe, but it feels really good for you as you're making it because it's got none of those kind of cheat ingredients, which I often am a, quite a big fan of. Mm-hmm. I'm not a chef that shies away <laughs> from using the odd convenience, but this is a really good recipe using lots of whole foods. So we start with our um, pancetta, stick that into a big old kind of casserole dish with some onion, some celery and some carrot, all nice and chopped and two cloves of garlic. Mm -hmm. Get that kind of sweating for five to six minutes and then we're adding in pumpkin which you want to peel and cut into little cubes um you can also use a squash for this if can pumpkin i ask isn't a question about a pumpkin you and the squash um i find them very hard to peel oh they what are was the easiest way to peel it <laughs> they are really hard to peel i feel like squash is the easier option because mm. you can kind of i would cut it first rather than try and peel it because they get so slippery oh yes so i would cut it into kind of manageable chunks and then take your peeler to each section mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of saving yourself a bit of time because if you try and peel a pumpkin without cutting it you'll uh, just be left with a big slippery ball yeah you're, then you're right to cut. you're right that's a good tip <laughs> so that's what i would go for so you take your pumpkin or your squash or whatever kind of um, sweet potato something that's really um got lots of starch and lots of sweetness to it that goes in along with some rosemary and some tomato passata then we're going to let that simmer for 20 minutes until the pumpkin's a little bit soft and squishy then we go in with our beans we've got two kinds of beans beans are so good because they're so high in protein they're really good for you and they give the soup the stew a really lovely texture Mm. that can then also be turned into a soup so we're taking two cans borlotti beans and cannellini beans those go in you want to give the whole thing a little mash you can take a handheld food processor to it like one of those stick blenders if you want it to be a little smoother but if you like it really chunky you can just leave it as it is and then you simmer that for a few more moments Mm. until it's all lovely and warmed through then you want to put it into your bowls drizzle with a bit of olive oil parmesan on the top bit more rosemary and serve it with some really good bread i mean it is and it is you can tell like when i tasted it you you're right the sweetness really really comes through i mean it's it it does feel like a a proper meal in a bowl you know it's like not you're not just having it's not like a bowl of soup you know it's like a proper meal in a bowl absolutely i feel like that's the the big difference between a soup and a stew isn't it Mm. a soup could just be a pureed carrot yeah (laughs) with some water exactly whereas a stew you know you're going to be nice and full for the rest of the day (laughs) so talk talk to me about chestnuts like just chestnuts i always get a little bit scared about using because mm. they're quite hard are you taking are these like chestnuts that you're sort of like you, you're having to cook yourself or are these already pre-cooked so I've gone for the Waitrose Cooks Ingredients chestnuts which come nice. frozen so they've already oh. been peeled but they've not been cooked 
Oh. So they save you all of the faff of doing the de-shelling and, you know, making sure no one gets a crunchy bit in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can find them in the freezer section and then they just kind of go straight in with the squash into your stew. But you could also use those vacuum-packed chestnuts. Those work really well also. And they add a really nice texture because yeah. they, again, are a little bit fibrous, a little bit starchy, which just, you know, bulks it all out. Uh, how easy is it? I would say it's pretty straightforward. On one to ten, what were you thinking? I would probably go for a five, just because there's a bit of a fair bit of chopping. But mm. it's a lovely, it's a recipe by Mary Gwynn, and she's got a whole feature in Waitress Weekend this week of five kind of winter warmers. So this oh. is one of them, and there's loads of other really lovely ones, pastas and other stews that you can tuck into. Well, Martha, thank you so much. That is going to go very, very quickly. I can tell you, the team here <laughs> are champing at the bit to get involved. Uh, thank you very much for coming in, and thank you for the beautiful stew. If you would like to have a look at that stew and see how to make it head to waitrose.com slash showchef to see all the recipes prepared by the lovely martha you can also check out the recipe on our socials at virginradio.co.uk Yes, our competition word up is back, guys. It's your chance to win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box, including a reusable cup. Really? Apparently, it's very nice, though. It's in British race and green. Graham loves his. It must be gorgeous because I've not had a sniff of one. Uh, it's got your Waitrose Brute Champagne in there and your number one salted caramel truffles and number one aged balsamic vinegar of Modena. <gasps> very nice. It's gorgeous. We have on the line G in St. Albert's. Good morning, G. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. What are you doing on your Saturday morning? I am travelling into Soho today to meet some friends for lunch. I love that. Anything mm. nice? You're going anywhere nice? You're going for lunch? What are you going to be? So we're we're going to a vegan restaurant because um, a couple of the girls are vegan. So yes. Do you know I'm going? Lunch. I'm doing plant based lunch after the show today as well. Oh. We could be in the same place. If you see we me in there, I've got long dark hair. Come up and say hi. I will do. All right. So you know the score. You've got to guess the. You've got to guess the missing word. Would you like to hear the clip again from the lovely Tom Allen? I would. Okay, let's have it. I've been talking a lot about starting the year, new year projects. My mm-hmm. project is bringing back the bowler. I bought a top hat before Christmas. I'm because I just think I've always wanted to wear these hats, and if I don't, what am I? What am I living for? Exactly. You've got to do what you want. All right, G. What was that? missing word the missing word is hat (laughs) let's play the clip again and find out I've been talking a lot about starting the year new year projects my Mm -hmm. project is bringing back the bowler hat I bought a top hat before Christmas because I just think I've always wanted to wear these hats if I don't what am I what am I living for I nearly gave that away before it was meant to be (laughs) that but I wasn't 100% sure congratulations you have won that brilliant Graham Norton gift box with all the goodies in there how do you feel lovely fantastic I know Thank you. I think I think all men should wear bowler hats yes I think all men should wear bowler hats I think we yeah. should bring it back and top hats and do you think Absolutely. I think they should also wear you know do those be on those penny farthings as well Oh, that would be so funny. But it yes, would be please. amazing. <laughs> well, Guy, thank you so much for playing today. You have been a sensation. Enjoy that gift box. 
Thanks so much for listening to me. I am Jane Middlemers on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Follow her on all your socials to keep up to date and make sure you check out our YouTube channel too. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK. You'll find loads of great interviews and live sessions there. Speak soon. The Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio.